welcome to the European Vascular Podcast. My name is Agla Kavalyonaita. This is the European Journal of Vascular and Endovascular Surgery Editorial. Today's editorial is titled Quick Guide to Systematic Reviews and Meta-Analyses by author M.J.W. Kulamai. One of the principles of evidence-based practice is the aggregation of all available research on a topic in order to make evidence-based decisions on the effectiveness of interventions, diagnostic accuracy, or quality improvement. Systematic reviews and meta-analyses are powerful tools to summarize evidence and are preferably conducted according to the PRISMA guidelines to ensure high quality. Before starting a systematic review, find at least one co-investigator because conducting a systematic review is a structured and transparent process and all steps of the systematic review must be done in duplicate to minimize the risk of mistakes and biases. Consider registering your systematic review in the Prospero database of ongoing reviews to avoid unplanned duplication. Conducting a systematic review starts with formulating a clinical question, for example, according to the PICO format, that is, patient, intervention, control, and outcome. As an example, one could investigate whether a patient with a ruptured abdominal aortic aneurysm treated with an endovascular aneurysm repair intervention compared with open repair control has better 30-day survival outcome. The PICO defines the search strategy that should be reported in detail, enabling other investigators to reproduce the search. It is mandatory to query multiple databases, such as Medline, Embase, and Cochrane databases, since none of these are fully comprehensive. If possible, collaborate with a clinical librarian to increase the efficiency and yield of the search. Two independent investigators should formulate strict inclusion and exclusion criteria and select studies based on the title and abstract. Studies may be excluded after reading the full text, whereas reference lists may identify additional studies. Present the selection process in a flow diagram. Data from the included studies must be extracted independently by two investigators on a data extraction form. A very important part of the systematic review is the assessment of methodological quality of the included studies and identification of sources of bias. Bear in mind that not every study designed as a randomized control trial is of high quality. The Cochrane Collaboration Review Manager software includes a risk of bias assessment tool to identify strengths and weaknesses of randomized control trials. One could use the Newcastle-Ottawa scale for observational studies and the Quadras II for diagnostic research. Next, independently extract baseline characteristics of included studies, for example of populations, interventions, and outcomes, to get an impression of the presence of clinical heterogeneity and present these in a table. If according to our clinical expertise, there are marked differences between studies regarding baseline characteristics or interventions, you could decide that pooling of data is inappropriate or only appropriate for a subset of studies. In the absence of clinical heterogeneity, the results of the individual studies can be combined to determine a summary estimate of effect, meta-analysis. For dichotomous outcomes, effect size may be expressed as a risk ratio or an odds ratio with 95% confidence interval and for continuous outcomes as a weight-mean difference with 95% confidence interval. Review Manager and other meta-analysis software 
have a tool to identify statistical heterogeneity between study results, which can be expressed as inconsistency index. As a rule of thumb, an inconsistency index less than 30%, 30-60%, and over 60% corresponds with low, moderate, and substantial heterogeneity. The debate on which model to pool data is best is still open. One could decide to always use a random effects model because this takes into account between study variation and yields a more conservative summary estimate of effects with a wider 95% confidence interval than a fixed effects model. Others prefer a fixed effects model in case of low statistical heterogeneity and use a random effects model when heterogeneity is moderate. Pooling data from observational studies is increasingly applied. It is important to realize that although the forest plots look exactly the same as those from randomized control trials, they do not show the lower level of evidence and the higher risk of bias. The forest plot from a systematic review comparing mortality after endovascular aneurysm repair and open repair for a ruptured abdominal aortic aneurysm clearly shows the effect of selection in observational studies and administrative registries and the unbiased comparison in randomized control trials. Incorporating the grading of recommendations assessment, development, and evaluation, in short, grade system, in a systematic review allows a better rating of quality of evidence and strength of recommendation per outcome. Using this tool grades evidence as high, moderate, low, or very low. When evidence is graded as high for an outcome, further research is unlikely to change confidence in the estimate of effect. When evidence is rated as very low, you have found a knowledge gap that can be filled by new research. The full reference for this editorial is European Journal Vascular and Endovascular Surgery, Year 2016, Issue 51, Page 309.